Welcome to Be the Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I invite you to take a moment to rate my podcast and click subscribe. This helps people learn about Be the Scandal and gives them the opportunity to join this journey of radical self love. Now let's jump into the episode. I'm excited for today's conversation with one of my near and dear soul sisters, Amelia Nicodemus. And I feel like this conversation has been a long time coming. I feel like a lot of our personal conversations end with, ooh, we should record a podcast around this. So today is the day we have Amelia behind the microphone, and we are going to be talking about boundaries and learning our sacred yes and our sacred no. Amelia, I would love for you to introduce yourself and share with us that magic that you're bringing into the world and what you're doing right now. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for the invitation to be here with you. It feels really good that we are here together now making this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I doing in the world? What am I bringing into the world right now? Well, many things. I am a nurse by trade. I say by trade, but it's also um, my heart. It's my heart to care for others and be there for others and guide others in very sacred, intense life transition, birth, death, deconstructing Christianity, big changes that are happening internally is what I have gone through myself. And so I love to be there for people in those big life transitions. So that includes within my nursing career, and that includes in other parts of my life, guiding women in online circles and in-person circles as they step into new seasons of their life and new parts of themselves that are coming into the forefront that they may not have ever known for and helping them, guiding them on that process. In online masterclasses, I have been a facilitator online for women's groups, and I am ecstatic to be a part of the Sacred Rebel Collective, Danny, that you have spearheaded and are uh, leading and stepping into this new area of like women, women-led, women spearheading and, and stepping into something new that is what I'm called to do is what I have always known that it's inside myself. So stepping into something new, guiding others into that new space, that new energy. You know, what's coming up for me right now, just as you're sharing that intro, one is just a lot of love. I was feeling some emotions coming up within me as you were sharing just your magic. And so I just wanted to name that. I was just feeling so much love toward you and glad Mm -hmm. that you are one of the founding experts of the collective. And you know that I'm very grateful, but I just want to name that in this moment. I'm glad that you're in this space. And just something I want to say for listeners that maybe have never interacted with you or don't know you, another thing I love about you, I say one of the many things I love about you is a lot of your wisdom is taught through that lived wisdom. And so when you're talking about leading people through transition and death and rebirth, like you are doing all of that work within your own life and within your own journey. So I just wanted to name that here at the beginning, because that's just something that I think is really admirable about you is you practice what you preach. You're not just teaching these things to women as an outsider. You are, man, you're in the room 
bring with them. You know, you're getting dirty and you are doing the work yourself. So just wanted to name that. Thank you. Yeah, really, really resonates. Right before the call actually was actually talking about that with my husband. A lot of the information that I share and the wisdom that I share may be gleaned from other teachers, but that comes from my own experience having gone through it as well. We were just talking about that. So I love that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this topic for lots of different reasons. (laughs) Learning my sacred yes and my sacred no has been absolutely life-changing for me. And it wasn't really something that I learned until adulthood, until let's say the last 10 years. And I think that's even too much of a timeframe. I'm going to shorten it to maybe five years. And I'm just curious, like what has this work and this boundary work opened up for you? Mm. It's opened up my life to be in alignment with me in congruence with Amelia mm-hmm. and not being sorry for that, mm-hmm. being totally okay with that, that I can say yes to me and I can say no to others. And that is in my, in my full alignment. Mm-hmm. It's opened the doors for newness to come in. It's closed the doors for, okay, that feels complete now. Like mm-hmm. I'm through with that. I'm complete with that. And in the past, that wasn't the case. Doors would stay open or doors would shut and create confusion in my life and created anxiety, Mm -hmm. anger that I didn't know what to do with. Yeah. The language that comes up for me just hearing you say that is I'm no longer going to apologize for being myself. Exactly. I'm going to be me, my fullest me in this Mm -hmm. moment. And the next moment I have to choose that as well. I think a lot of times, at least for me with boundaries, I used to think that, oh, I got it. I got my boundaries down pat, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, for, it's like a moment by moment. And then I feel like you kind of have this big wide space of like learning boundaries, trusting your intuition, trusting self. As time goes on, as my boundary work goes on and on, like it becomes even more intricate in like what is a yes? What is a no? Mm. And noticing the subtle differences in in those. Mm. I feel like I'm bubbling over with different questions. (laughs) The first thing that's coming up right now is conversations that we've had continuously. That yes and that no can change at any point and giving ourselves freedom that even if something was a yes, let's say for the last year of my life, it could be a no right now. Or I'm going to use this example or if you say, Hey, Danny, yep, I'll record the podcast with you. And then today came and you said, actually, it's a no right now. That's okay too. At any point, we have the freedom to change and to live in alignment and say, Oh, it's actually not a yes anymore. Or, Ooh, now it's a no. Yes, exactly. And what comes to my mind is even more so with the feminine, with women is we like to change our minds and that's okay. I like to change my mind and that's okay. From one moment to the next years apart, right? We've done one Mm -hmm. thing for years and then we can change our mind. And then even from one moment to the next, Mm -hmm. I can be a yes, yes, yes. And then I'm a no now. Mm-hmm. And it's taken a lot of compassion for on myself because there have been moments where I have been a yes, yes, yes. And then my body's like, no, I'm done. And I haven't acknowledged that a lot mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. And I stuff it away and then pay for it afterwards in the sense of like, oh, I didn't trust myself. Oh, mm-hmm. that didn't feel good. 
oh, was it to appease others? Probably. And Mm -hmm. again, it's coming back into alignment of trusting the self, trusting myself in that, Mm -hmm. in that no Mm -hmm. and that yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're speaking to this, our body communicates to us whenever we have abandoned that boundary, whenever we've said yes to something that really internally was a no. And so I'm curious to give someone listening that maybe is asking like, okay, well, I don't even know what a yes or a no is like in my body. Like what recommendations or what guidance do you have for someone that's just starting this journey and is wanting to tune in to their yes and to their no? What popped right up for me is the pause, Hmm. is pausing, 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 and being okay with taking a really deep breath, a couple deep breaths if you need to, and not to feel rushed. It's okay to pause. And to feel into what do I truly want? What does my body truly want? Sometimes I feel a quickening in my chest. My heart's racing a little bit faster. But just something doesn't feel settled. But it can be so quickly or it can happen so quickly. And Dr. Jerome Lube talks a lot about like primal instincts. Like our body has a way of speaking in a very primal way. But we can quickly zoom past it. And that's Mm -hmm. the pause. That's the pause. Mm-hmm. And it's like trusting that really fast, like, no, like mm-hmm. quick, like mm-hmm. in a maybe an unsafe situation or an emergency situation. And it's trusting that quick, no. But in a lot of more everyday situations, that pause is extremely helpful for me in that deep breath, allowing the mm-hmm. body to just settle and speak and noticing mm-hmm. those something feels a little off. Yeah, I love that embodiment piece that you're speaking to because a lot of us aren't taking time to pause and check in with our body. We're just letting our mind run the show. Let's take a breath and let's see what that quick knowing is, that really instant knowing that your mind doesn't have even enough time to come in and say, yeah, but... You know, it's the yeah, but that we do pay attention to, I think, and need to maybe support, but it is what you're saying, that quick and very primal reaction. Is it a yes? Mm -hmm. Is it a no? Or is it not right now? Exactly. It's almost like we're just, we're just slowing down enough, pausing enough to allow the body to speak. And as time goes on, Mm -hmm. we'll just have that feeling. I'll just have that feeling now. It's honing it. It's refining it. Where, yeah, I'll have to pause, but it might not be as long or look a little different or, you know, depending on the situation, the circumstance, it all changes and flows in different ways. But it's like, oh, I'm giving my body space to speak where Mm. I maybe have not so much in the past. It's just been urgency and go, go, go pressure. That pause Mm -hmm. kind of, oh, it releases that pressure a little bit. It diffuses that tension a little bit relaxes the body. I like to think of it like that muscle memory. And that's what you're speaking to of whenever we have these practices to slow down and tune into our body, it starts being automatic once we get used to it. Because I think speaking generally here, but most of us are living pretty disembodied lives. We're not connected to our intuitive sense, our intuitive knowing, or even our bodies at all. So I just love the invitation you gave of pausing, taking a moment and learning your body's communications. Cause my body's communications of a yes might be different than yours. There might be some similarities of the two, but at the end of the day, I'm the only one that can speak to my yes. And that can speak to my no. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, so good. 
this is maybe going to change the trajectory of our conversation, but what keeps popping up in my head, so I want to name it, is by not listening to my boundaries, by not listening to my no in particular, I have found myself in situations where I have been hurt. I've been hurt emotionally, I've been hurt physically, and I've been hurt spiritually. So I just wanted to name the importance of really honing in and learning our body's communications in those sacred yeses and sacred noes. So good. Yeah. Something that just popped up in my mind too when you said that is a story. Back when I first started doing online women's circles, I had been posting a lot of content on my Facebook and my family is on Facebook and mm-hmm. there's a lot of things I hadn't shared with them about the changes I hadn't made in my life and my belief systems at the time. And so it was a kind of new information for them to see about the content that I was sharing in my circles. Mm-hmm. And I had received an email from my dad, like he said, we need to talk, period. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And at the time, I remember feeling in my body this huge feeling of fear mm-hmm. in her child, definitely in terror, like what's going to happen really in my body. I paused though. I remember pausing. This is when I, I had just like started working with inner, my inner child and the feeling that I was having in my body. And I just remember pausing, taking a deep breath and just being with her, being mm-hmm. with her, letting her know. You're totally okay. You're okay. I know you're scared. It's okay to be scared, but we're here now. Prior to that moment, I w- maybe I would have gone into more of a spiral of, of fear and anxiety and gone back to him and try to explain mm-hmm. like where was that, but I didn't. I, I paused mm-hmm. and was with myself in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. and not feel so that in a way that was a boundary that was a boundary I was even an unsaid boundary in a way like no I'm going to be with myself here we don't need to talk right now yeah thank you for sharing that you know on this recording that's not the first time that I've heard that story from you and it was really interesting whenever you were telling it my body in this moment was reacting to that we need to talk and my inner kid was like oh no we're in trouble You know, so I just wanted to name that, I guess, another part of this, and I don't know how deep we want to go into it right now in this conversation, is the truth of the matter is when we are authentically ourselves, other people are going to have reactions to it. Some might be of acceptance of, oh, there you are. You know, I feel that within our friendship. And some people might have reactions of, I don't like who you are. Stop being that way and try to invite us to self-abandon or to be different or will threaten even, hey, our relationship's going to end if you keep doing this. So it makes sense that our systems, our inner kiddos are trying to show up in a certain way in order to maintain relationships. And a lot of us, just because this is what we've done for so long, are abandoning who we are to maintain relationships which does a lot of damage to our sense of self and to us emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Just wanted to name that here. Yeah, for sure. I second that. For me, within my own family, what arises are those boundaries of, oh, we're not going to talk about that right now. Mm. I don't want to talk about that right now. 
there's been a part of me in the past where, oh, but I need to explain myself and I need to, mm. we need to have this discussion. And, and we've had, I've had discussions with my family in, in a way where it feels very healthy for me mm-hmm. and it still has boundaries and limitations. But that was later in my process. Mm-hmm. Initially, a lot of it was, I'm not going to talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's recognizing, depending on your path, the energy of the situation, feeling into that and knowing, all right, this does feel okay to talk about right now. I'm a yes to talking about this, you know, within my boundaries, or am I a no, not right now. And again, we can change our mind. We can start the conversation mm-hmm. and we can stop the conversation when we're in now, or if we're just not feeling like it's the path we want to go down in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I just love that you're naming simply another invitation to check in with your body and check in with your boundaries, even in the conversation. And I'll use my language for this. Like what comes up for me is we want to have these kinds of conversations. If it feels like a yes, we want to have them in the energy of our adult self, not our inner child self. Like that part of me that met that part of you that was like, Oh no, we're in trouble. Let's say if that was my story and then I had a conversation with my dad about it, that wouldn't be because of my adult self. That would be because my inner child didn't want to be in trouble. And when we can really hone in on, Ooh, what is my intention here in these conversations or my intention for crossing my own boundary, we can get a lot of clarity and like what's actually going on under the surface and who's actually running the show, our inner kiddo or our adult self. Yes. And I think again, it comes back to that pause, right? It's that Mm -hmm. pause of like, all right, where's this coming from? I'm going to check in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, but that pause gives us the ability to do that and then to make the decision from there. Mm. And at the end yeah. of the day, remembering this truth is that your boundary doesn't need an explanation. A no is a no. Mm. A yes can be a yes. We don't have to explain the boundary. And a lot of the times, if we're over explaining or feel the desire to explain, it's probably your inner child. So that can be a guiding point for you to tune into that inner kiddo. Mm, that is so good, Danny. That is so, so good. A no is a no. It can just be a no. Mm. It does not have to be a reason. What's coming up for me right now, and it could just be the language that we're using, a no is a no, are all of the times in sexual situations where I didn't say a full yes, which means it was a no. And a lot of repair work that I've had to do with younger versions of myself in the truth of that, of, oh, okay, I'm feeling my body lighting up as I'm naming it now. And the grief and the emotional pain that comes with that awareness. So I just want to name that here in case someone listening is maybe also having that clarity or maybe needing that invitation to look at those moments when they didn't give a full body an energetic yes in some of those situations. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like I get so much clarity with am I a fuck yes? Am mm. I a fuck yes in this moment if I'm not a fuck yes if I'm a maybe a yes and I'm and I'm also talking about in sexual situations too in the past of not knowing that not being aware of that in my body 
if I'm not a fuck yes, if I'm tolerating, I think we've had this conversation Mm -hmm. before, the tolerating. Mm -hmm. If my body's tolerating, if my mind is tolerating the situation, the experience, it's a no. It's a big, it's a big fuck no. And again, I just want to reiterate, if it's a maybe, it's a, it's a no. I didn't have that. I didn't have those tools in the past mm-hmm. growing up. I think you grief, the grief that has come from that was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And, but knowing that I didn't have those tools, I didn't have those anchor, anchored no's and yeses and seeking that in, within my power, mm-hmm. with my power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting for those people that are maybe just listening to this, because I'm looking at you when you're speaking about this alignment and your hands. I mean, I can't see fully down, but your hand, one hand is over your heart space and one looks like over your solar plexus, which yeah. makes a lot of sense in this alignment. Those are the parts that we're definitely checking in with, right? Like our gut and that seat of personal control and that heart space. So I just wanted to name that because you keep doing that when you're talking about alignment. And I just think for those people that are just listening, that visual is important to speak to because that could even just be unconscious what you're doing. I'm just curious. It it feels a little bit of both. It feels like, oh no, I'm doing this. Like I'm like anchored in, but then Mm. it, but the connection of the heart and the solar plexus, you naming that brings a lot of clarity, clarity, Mm. um, that those are two massive centers to check in with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also learned to check in with the, the mind, the heart, the gut, and the solar plexus, and the sex. It's checking in like, all right, what does each heart say? Maybe, maybe the heart's like, I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet. It's like, okay, pause, let's check in. Let's, and it allows like those pieces that, uh, of us that might be like, oh, we have something to say. Oh, we have a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to know a little bit more information. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a way to check in with various mm-hmm. parts of ourselves that have yeses and nos and maybes. And I, I keep circling back around to this. It's that pausing, pausing to check in. Yeah. All those parts. Yeah. You speaking to that of checking in with your different centers. I haven't thought about that in a few years, but that is bringing up things that I've learned in the sense of like, let's talk about a sexual interaction. You know, that sacral might be saying, hell yeah, let's do it. But your heart might be saying, oh, no, 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 no. And so really learning, I know I'm just reiterating what you just said, but really learning the communications of your body and of these different parts of you so that you can make a fully embodied choice and not just be tolerating these interactions. I wanted to bring the word tolerating back up because I'm so glad you brought it up. I want you to speak more on what that means, actually. Yeah. Tolerating to me is, is there a part of me that is not in alignment Mm. with what is happening, with the Mm. experience, with the conversation, with the sexual experience? Is there a part that is just like, keep it focused on sexual, sexual experiences of like, Okay, this is not that comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I am not that comfortable right now. I'm tolerating because maybe my mind is saying, oh, this will get, this will feel better in a little bit. I just mm-hmm. need a few more, just need a little bit more time. We'll just keep going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Tolerating, like, it just doesn't feel that great. Feels okay. Mm-hmm. Blah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's me being okay with, hey, let's pause. Let's pause mm-hmm. here. Let's switch it up. Mm-hmm. Let's try something different. Let's maybe we stop all together. It's recognizing, like, am I tolerating? Like, then this isn't a yes. This isn't a yes for my body. This isn't a yes to maybe other parts of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking of a non-sexual example. So maybe I can speak with that. It's actually kind of annoying because it means I have to set this boundary after we hop off this recording. (laughs) Um, But someone asked me to be a guest on their podcast. And then I've been getting some communications, even just like through my interactions with the podcaster. And I feel like I'm tolerating the interactions. There's things that just don't feel good. And so it's really interesting because I feel like I am tolerating some of these interactions or going to say yes to something because it is in alignment for me to be seen by more people and to not hide anymore. And I don't think it's a yes to this podcast. So really learning, okay, yeah, I can be in alignment with that desire to be a guest on people's podcasts that are in alignment with me. And I had already said yes to this person. And now I'm feeling, oh, wait, I need to go and I need to say no. It's a no now, actually. Now that I have more information, it's a no. So I just wanted to name that for maybe someone that isn't identifying with the sexual examples we're giving, that this could literally be in any area of your life, even dinner. Like, oh, I was a yes to tacos. And now actually my body is saying, "Mm, I want Italian. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I I, I love that example. It can be in any part of life. Like when you brought up food, I grew up like finish your plate and Mm. you got to finish your whole plate. And literally it's only till recently that I have been okay. Like, no, I'm going to leave food on my plate. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, just tolerating just a few more bites. But does my body really want it? Yes. Do I really want those last few bites, body? No, I don't. Mm. But there's something, you know, there's just, ah, I'm not going to tolerate just a few extra bites just to clean my plate because that's what I've always done. I'm going to throw it away. And those, mm. those simple moments of throwing the food away have been very, very enlightening moments for me. Yeah. I'm thinking of this language. Oh, I'm not going to be a good girl and I'm not going to finish that plate because my body doesn't want it. So actually I'm going to be a sacred rebel and I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. I'm going to throw it away. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that can't see us, like our arms are getting big. I can feel the energy just pumping between you and I, because that for me, and I, I think the same for you has been such a rebellion of I'm saying yes to me. I'm saying yes to me. And sometimes my no to you or my no to your request, it's a yes to me. It's nothing against you. It's just simply a yes to me. Exactly. Exactly. I'm a yes to me. I am not a yes to like, okay, good partner tolerates and just gets Mm -hmm. through it or good woman that finishes her food these Mm -hmm. kind of templates that we have fit into that I have fit into in life it's like um no that doesn't work for me anymore that doesn't allow my sacred rebel anymore Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) 
I love that word template. I've never actually used that word. You know what I'm talking about this, like this, like programming and conditioning, but I really, I'm going to pocket that word. So if someone hears me say it, it's from Amelia, you heard it here. (laughs) When you were saying that I resonated with that word. And what I heard was if I was really deep listening was a good girl abandons her body and her intuitive wisdom. In order to fit into those templates, that's what we're really saying. That's exactly what we're saying. Beautifully said. Yeah. And a sacred rebel, what you're saying, no longer says yes when she actually is a no. Exactly. Just breathe that in for a second. Deep breath into that. I'm breathing Mm -hmm. that in. Phew. This is a question that I think is a whole episode or a masterclass on itself. But I'm thinking... Right now, just the obstacle of speaking that yes or speaking that no. Actually, I'm going to move more towards like speaking the no because I feel like that can be hard for a lot of people. Say you're tuned into your body, you know it's a no, and really working on that vulnerability in your voice and feeling confident and speaking the no. Do you have any guidance for someone that is needing some support in speaking that no when it comes up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's remembering that no is a full sentence. No is a complete sentence. Well, I'm going to stop you there. I feel like that slapped me across the face. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to say that. Ooh, yep, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's coming up to my mind, too, is practicing. It's practicing with friends that you can just say no to and you trust them. You know, they're going to you know, they're going to be there. You know mm-hmm. that you have this, you have that trust built and practicing your nose. Mm-hmm. They ask you a question. Hey, you want to go get coffee later today? No. <laughs> just yeah. do that. It just feels weird. It feels weird, but it's like, it's just allowing that energy fully in, feeling that no, and that's it. Like, I wanted to say even some, some stuff after that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it wasn't even a real question. No one asked it. Like, I even wanted to say something. It's just mm-hmm. practicing that energy, practicing my friends, mm-hmm. different questions, random times, text calls, like different ways to practice and have fun with it. I've had, I've done many different in different retreats, different practices of practicing our nose. So helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, practicing, pausing, complete sentence is a no. And also simply the sentence of, I don't want to talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The energy of no is, is in that as well. I'm interrupting this episode to intentionally invite you to connect with me in real time. There are quite a few ways we can connect through the Sacred Rebel Collective. I want to share about two offerings I'm really excited about. If you're wanting to work with me one-on-one, I've opened up my schedule for new holistic coaching clients. And the second offering is a retreat hosted by the Sacred Rebel Collective this fall in Joshua Tree, California. Retreats are an invitation to unplug and dive deep into your own inner landscape. It's a sacred container that allows for exponential healing and expansion in a relatively short period of time. If you're feeling like you're standing at a threshold in your life's journey and you're ready to step into becoming the next version of yourself, we invite you to join us. You can learn more about both of these offerings at www.thesacredrebelcollective.com. 
Now back to the episode. I want to invite the listeners to just check in with themselves and ask themselves this question of like what their body's response was, what their mind's response was to those statements that you just made of, do you want to go to coffee? No. And just notice your own body's reaction because my body had a reaction to it. I know you named it. It's a fake example and both our bodies responded. And even the response to, no, I don't want to talk about it right now, that I had a little come in of, okay, but why? Like it was like a part of me wanted to ask, why don't you want to talk about it? We're not even... It's not even a real example, like it's not a real thing, but that programming is coming up of, ooh, I think I'll speak for myself of like, well, we have to, I guess, what would mine be? I have to tell people why, because if I don't, they'll think I'm selfish. If I just played that out right now in this moment, that was real time. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too. I feel the the need to be understood. And Mm. something I would say a lot is it's okay for me to be misunderstood or it's something along that line of Mm. it's okay to be misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Immediately when you said that, it's like my heart just got really heavy and I have like tears in my eyes and I just had a thought where I'm like, oh, I needed that today. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It makes me think of conversations that we've had that at the end of the day, sometimes I forget this. So I love when you remind me of this in moments when I need it, but like, we know our heart, we know our intention and people might misunderstand us. They might take it the wrong way and we still know our intention. And so that duality can exist and it's okay. It doesn't need to make us a bad person. It doesn't mean we need to wear these identities that people are throwing on us, like you're selfish. You know, how could you in these things? It doesn't mean that they're true even, but it's how can we anchor into like, where is my heart in this no? Where is my heart in this yes? And say true to that feels like a powerful invitation. Such a powerful invitation. And Danny, you, that statement of like, you know, your heart, you know, your intentions is something that has been so helpful for me on my journey of boundaries, of following my intuition, of being okay with being misunderstood mm-hmm. is knowing, oh, Amelia, where's your heart in this? You know, your heart, you know, your intentions. And it's such a good reminder. It's very soothing. It's a very soothing statement for me kind of like a balm like a balm a soothing balm like oh I know my heart I know I know it Mm -hmm. very 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 self-compassion oriented for me very filled with Mm -hmm. Mm self-compassion I'm glad that you named that and that self-compassion because you know I was just having a moment where I was feeling more of the energy of that you know and the gentleness and that compassion so I'm glad that you just like named it because I was leaning into the energy but that gives it language for those people that maybe need that language yeah yeah I think that that that's a beautiful piece of boundaries I feel like a beautiful piece of boundaries a beautiful piece of intuition of of we know ourselves mm-hmm. we, can, we know our hearts and we can know our hearts intention mm-hmm. yeah 
I like to say this, that boundaries are me communicating love, love to myself by hearing and seeing myself and my love for that other person I'm setting the boundary with so that they know exactly where I stand. They don't have to question, where does Danny stand in this? You know that if I'm saying yes, it is a yes. It's because, like you said, it's a fuck yes. Or if I'm saying no, it's a fuck no. So that whenever I communicate that, you know exactly, authentically where I am. And that, to me, is love. That is love, love. Like that, I mean, that is love. That is safety, Mm -hmm. right? Like when we communicate our boundaries, it actually create safety in the whole dynamic, bringing in clarity, bringing in that masculine energy, that mm-hmm. protection, that safety, like that is what boundary is, is that mas- inner, we bring that inner masculine energy into the equation that creates the safety and protection for mm-hmm. ourselves, ultimately for the whole situation. I don't think this is our only conversation that you and I have behind these mics about boundaries. It feels like there's so many layers, like in the back of my mind, I have other ways that we can go. And I feel like right now, this is a lot in itself to digest for those people that are listening. So I'm just curious, how are you feeling right now in this moment? Yeah, I'm feeling feeling a lot of energy in my body. I'm like, have my hands like this underneath Mm -hmm. (laughs) all hugging each other. But I realize how many paths we've gone down on in this particular episode with boundaries and that how many more there are and to dive mm-hmm. in deeper down those paths. There's so much weaving and intertwining that we can that we can do and dive into in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. When you check in with yourself, is there more in this moment that feels like it's wanting to come through about this topic right now before we stop for today? Yeah, I think lastly, what I'd like to say is to everyone is to remember self-compassion. This boundary journey is filled with ups and downs and mistakes Mm -hmm. and perhaps frustrations and anxiety and some fear, lots of fear perhaps, Mm -hmm. but to remember the self-compassion and the self-love and the patience for ourselves is it's so important for my journey to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that invitation and that reminder. It just feels good in my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have one more question for you. I don't know if I told you I was going to ask this question. <laughs> what is your current sacred rebellion? My current sacred rebellion is being okay and accepting of seemingly opposite feelings inside myself. The feeling Mm. of grieving over here and the feeling of joy over here and that they actually can coexist together and I don't have to push one way, push one away or push the other away, that they're actually both okay to be felt simultaneously and they can exist together. In the past, that always wasn't the case for me. Mm -hmm. Like I had to choose one or the other or something was wrong with me to have both. But I now know fully from life experiences that both can happen. Both seemingly opposite feelings, emotions can be present within myself. Man, you're dropping some wisdom on this episode. Yes. Another beautiful invitation. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. 
I also want to say this. It's funny because I know you, you're one of my closest friends <laughs> that whenever we talk about being a sacred rebel, I can see your energy shift. I think you're always embodying this energy, but whenever we're like, Hey, let's anchor into this sacred rebel energy, your energy really shifts and your face even shifts. And I just, when I asked that question, I was just watching your face and your energy shift. I was like, Oh man, there's that badass dragon energy coming in. So I just wanted to name that because it just, as one of your friends and someone that holds my hand along my own journey, I just love when that energy comes out because it invites me to be in that energy too. And you know that I I really do want to embody that fiery dragon energy that is unapologetic of who she is. And so just wanted to name that because I can like see it happening when I watch you. And so that question, I just saw it right there happen. So I just wanted to name that. (laughs) Oh, Danny, thank you for seeing me. I feel so, so seen. Thank you. I, I, I feel the energy within myself rising. And so to have someone else witness me and then see that in me and voice it Mm -hmm. as well. feels really, really, really good in my heart and in my body. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Sacred Rebel Collective rising up, rising up in me, bringing it out more and more and more. And she wants to come out, right? She wants to come mm-hmm. out more and more and play. Mm-hmm. Growl. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> all of it. All of it can exist. More like the, dragon that, the dragons that we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got I that dual that. fire dragon mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. If someone is looking to connect with you, Amelia, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Amelia's Rose with two underscores. That's going to be, I, I actually have a post ready to ready to roll out today. Going to start start some new content on my Instagram. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll hop on there and see it's pretty sparse right now. But well, maybe mm-hmm. by the time that this comes out, it'll be a little bit more full. That is my main, my main source there. And of course, sacred, the Sacred Rebel Collective, you'll be seeing me, more of me on the Sacred mm-hmm. Rebel Collective as well as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll also share that Amelia is one of the facilitators at our Sacred Rebel Collective Retreat out in Joshua Tree in October. So if you're looking to be in Amelia's energy and receive that support that she is offering, you can join us at this retreat, which I'm really excited for. Yes, yes, yes. I love you. Thank you. I love you, Danny. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be the Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.